Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jalen Brown could be on the move or not. The Blazers work out the Thompson Twins, not the 1980s rock band. And the Nets are supposedly genuinely interested in Damian Lillard. Whatever that means, welcome to the Blazer Focus Podcast. I am Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and OregonLive.com. And I'm joined by Craig Burnback. Craig, it's been a minute. We didn't talk last week. I just didn't really have much to say to you. Just no offense, but I was just like, yeah, I want to talk to Craig. I don't have much to say. Nothing's (laughs) happening. But there's been a couple workouts since then that were kind of interesting. And now that the Celtics are out, there's all this Jalen Brown talk. It was like immediate. But uh, how you been and uh, how you been enjoying the playoffs? Well, now that Boston's out, I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. You know, I got a little scared. You know, I'm a New Yorker. Can't root, can't root for Boston teams. Just Don't hate, like them. Hate might them. like people. Might like people, but like I like you know, I rooted for Ime Adoka as a Portland person, and but you know, now glad about that. Uh, I do like Eric Spolster. I'm not a huge Miami Heat fan as a Knicks fan. It's not like it's yeah. not like that's a joyful relationship. But mm-hmm. but if you have to weigh the two, uh, plus it was cool. Game seven was a complete dud, but getting there was fun, and I think it added to the. Uh, all the drama because after game three, uh, Boston was uh, firing their coach for sure, and <laughs> they were blowing it up. <laughs> they win three straight, and now it's like, well, do you blow it up? Um, you know, and I think that uh, my my thoughts every time someone wonders if the Blazers should uh, trade the third pick and you know Simons for for Jalen Brown, and they wonder about it. And they want to keep Dame, you know, Damian Lillard. I, uh, I'm shocked because I'm like, <laughs> what do you? What is your better deal? You know, like, I, of course, if you're if you're in the camp that says, let's keep Damian Lillard, build around him, and you're not willing to trade the three and Simons for Jalen Brown, I I don't know what you want. Like now, I don't see how what you're going to get, right? I agree. I mean, that that's are you me, with me on that thought? Well, that that's thought, right. That's a no brainer. The only question is if they want Ant Sharp and number three. That's when you have to, you know, take pause. Some people say they would do that. I don't think I would, but I would be tempted. No. But I got I got to get another guy back. Like you got to give me something else back in that deal. But I would I would 
really hope to not be able to do that. At the same time, if I'm Boston, why am I trading Jalen Brown for number three and Anthony? But we're gonna get we're gonna get to all that in detail. But the one thing I will say is that it's hilarious I'm on sorry, Twitter. Jumped ahead. No, no, it's fine. But it's hilarious on Twitter watching people throw out ridiculous trade offers <laughs> for both sides. Everyone does it, and then argue about whether or not that lineup would work when it's clearly better than anything the Blazers could ever hope for. Like there's one out there now that ends up with Bla- the Blazers trading Anthony number three, number twenty three, Nurkic, Watford and a future number one and ending up with both Siakam and Jalen Brown. So there's right. So you're not giving up. Sharp. So you're starting Dame sharp Brown Siakam and Grant. And there's, then people come back like, Oh yeah, that won't work. Cause Grant can't play the three and Siakam can't play the five. And I'm oh like, gosh. what are you talking about? You just throw those five out there and say, go play basketball. Positions don't matter. That's a, that's a sick team. Yeah. But then someone's like, well, what are you going to do? It's going to matter when you play against Jokic. Well, no one's stopping Jokic anyway, but it get, so my point being is that no matter what you throw out there, everyone wants to find the weakness in the deal or the weakness in the lineup as if there's some perfect, like they're like, basically they have to go out there right now and get Jalen Brown, Jokic at center, right? And keep sharp. And then play Grant the four. Now you're fine. Now, okay, I would do that. I would do that. So it, it's the chatter out there is just hilarious and, and amusing. But anyway, let's segue right into our first topic. So I've been waiting to write. I just wrote about this, the Jalen Brown Celtics and Blazers thing today. I've been waiting to write about that for them to get eliminated. They were eliminated in a pitiful game seven loss to Miami in which they were running like a sixth grade offense. It was just a joke in the first half, selling for threes. It was just ridiculous. Jalen Brown was a mess. Eight turnovers did not look like a marquee player at all, but that happens to everyone. So I don't hold him accountable for that. Some people are like, I don't know if I want him now. Then you're a dumbass. Uh, but moving, but but <laughs> but the first question is the first question is what like immediately after the game ended, there were articles out there from people who cover the NBA and of course fan stuff saying Jalen Brown to Portland, Jalen Brown somewhere. But first things first, before we even talk about what a deal would look like, do you think he's even going to be available? Like, what are we talking about here? I, I sort of feel like you have no. a modern-day no. Jordan Pippen, and they haven't won a title yet. They've been to the finals. They've been to the East Finals a few times. They haven't won yet. That doesn't mean they're not going to win one. If They they could literally be in their – they haven't entered their prime yet. So they're 25 and 26. If you can play at your elite level to a 35, you've got nine, you've got nine years together with these two in their prime, and you're going to break it up? Like, do you think Boston is even entertaining this? Now, if Jalen Brown asks out, that's different. But do you think Boston is entertaining this? Well, if he asks out, he's out. You right. Know, pretty much, that's different. You know I mean, like, because he won't, he won't, he won't sign the deal, uh, even though he's crazy to turn down that money. Uh, no, I don't think. Look, I don't think they're try. I don't think they're trading him for prospects. You know, I think there's if it's if they really don't think it's going to work, I think there's a better chance it's Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like looking to replace one star with another star uh, that we've seen happen. I mean, James Harden has been traded a gazillion times for other players. It's, you know, like, you know what I mean? I, I don't see why you'd want to start over with a, the, uh, with another young player that you hope is as good as Jalen but, but before, to but me, before, you'd have to have a guarantee but, to make that deal. But before you even consider what you'd trade him for, you have to even have the inclination to want to trade him. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so the, uh, there's some odds out right, right now right now to say Boston, that he's uh, minus 500 to remain in Boston. So one to five odds he's going to be in Boston. Seven to one he ends up in Dallas, and six to one he ends up in Portland. So clearly the odds makers are saying 
the odds are he's going to be in Boston. I just find it incredible that's even really even being discussed that you split these guys up. Now, Bill Orman and I talked about it last week, and Bill, Bill's great. Like, I'm like, you do this and you do that. And Bill's like, yeah, but what about the money, right? <laughs> he, likes, he likes talking about the money. But I'm even of the mind that, okay, you give him a Supermax, he's making, you know, going to make an average of 50 or whatever it is a year, and you got Tatum coming up behind him who's probably going to get more. How do you manage that? Well, that's just life in the NBA. The cap's going to go up. At the end of the day, you have two elite – well, one elite star and one semi-elite. Uh, they're both all-stars regardless. You make it work because if you let Brown go, you're going to be hunting for another Brown. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm of the mind that he isn't going anywhere unless he walks in and says, I want out. And the only reason he would do that, now he was grumbling a little bit about some things in Boston, is if he just, if he does the Stephon Marbury thing with Garnett, which I want to be the guy. I need to be the guy. I need to go somewhere and be the guy. If he does that and he's a child, I don't know if I want him. But I don't see him doing that because he's – He's a star. He's averaging 26. It's not like he's a number two average in 18. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't see it happening. So here it really comes down to the bottom line with me. If Ime Adoka doesn't get fired, they pro- they might win a championship. They were one game away with a coach who was way ba- on the back of the bench with no head coaching experience, who was clearly overmatched by uh, possibly the best coach in the NBA. They went to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. Like you were one step – like. If if Emi Odoka's coaching this team, they probably are in the NBA Finals right now and have a, a good chance for a title. Right. So, to me, if you're the Celtics, like, why would you break it up? You're breaking it up because it was a disaster? Oh, wait. It was 3-0, and then it was 3-3. I mean, they were one game away from going back to the NBA Finals yeah. with these two guys that are young and uh you know, he still has a chance to get better. I mean, we know he can't go one direction. That's not great. <laughs> we know they, sh- you know, like he could get better at that. He can't dribble. He could get better at that, right? These are things that uh, players can still improve in their mid-20s. But bottom line, Ime Odoka, it caused this problem because he got fired. <laughs> and they were incomplete. They, ne- they have a coach that they didn't necessarily pick that wasn't ready to be an NBA coach maybe um so to me like you run it back you play this game seven and maybe Tatum doesn't sprain his ankle on the first play and you're in the NBA finals right like of of course you don't blow it up unless what I was saying all my scenarios are if Brown won't doesn't want to be here right no you don't blow it up you pay the money you have a guarantee um, you, you're a Boston Celtics. You're not. If if the Boston Celtics are worried about supermax contracts, then the league should needs to go back to negotiations, because you've just designed <laughs> a salary system in which the Boston Celtics are unwilling to pay top, you know, talent. So there's, you know, Bill's right about money, but if the Boston Celtics aren't willing to give supermax contracts out to all-star players, then then the league has, then I can promise you, there, uh, New Orleans isn't going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oklahoma City's not going to do it. Like we're we've got bigger problems. Well, so and to that end, and getting to our next topic, and I wrote about this today. If if the argument for them moving him is that you don't want to pay Brown when you're going to have to pay Tatum then why on earth would you acquire Lillard in a trade who's already locked in at four years, 200 and something million and seven years older than Brown. 
So in that fourth year of that deal, you're paying him 62. And by then, Tatum's going to be close to his extension. So he's going to be making 50 something. So it's, it's the same problem, but you're, but you're seven years younger. So, you know, the, the question here is if, if you're Boston and you're dealing with Portland, what would you prefer? And the number three pick and something else, but not sharp, because I don't think the Blazers would do that. Or would you want Dame if you're Boston? So if I'm Boston and and my scenario is Brown's walking, right? Like I can't, like I can't make it work. He doesn't want to play here. I'd rather have Dane, right? Because I want to try to win a title, like right exactly. now. Like right. I don't want to regroup and draft, have young people play with Tatum, who's ready now. I right. mean, Tatum at times is a top three player in the league. You know, when he's at the top of his game, there's nobody in the world better than him. So. He's ready now. I, he's why am I going to get a guy that I got to hope or wait for for two years or three years? No, but I, I again, the I would also think that they might. You know, I don't think that's a thing for Boston. I think that it's Brown staying, and he and if he's not, right? If he's not, though, we're, talk, we're talking right now. If he's not, right? Well, okay. So if, if I'm Boston, I'm sitting out, and Brown wants out, and I want to remain a contender, and I'm dealing with Portland. I would kind of maybe hold out and see if Portland can make other moves because if they can't, Dame's going to become available. Right. And then I, and then I enter the Dame Lillard, yeah, the Damian and uh, Jalen swap conversation. If I do consider Ant and number three, I'm trying to trade number, like I'm trying to bring in a third team to move number three. What if you move, like the Blazers are trying to turn number three into a legitimate star player. So what if I can get Ant and a star player? Like, I don't know what it would be. I mean, I, I would want, if it, if it were number three to Atlanta for John DeJounte Murray, like to me, if I'm Atlanta, I'm considering that because you're, you got two point guards right now. Murray can play the two. But if I'm, if I'm Boston, I can get Ant and Murray. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm probably doing that. Or if I, I wouldn't do it for John Collins, I'd have to get John Collins and someone else. If I went to Toronto and did a package and got Siaka, I'd trade I the other that. Like I was just trying to turn the three, into a, a legitimate veteran star to replace Brown, and I get Ant on top of it. I'm not doing it for Ant number three because I don't want to go backwards in terms of youth. That wouldn't make any sense. We agree on that, right? Yeah, but if I'm Atlanta, I'm, if I'm Atlanta, I'm trading the other point guard. Trey Young, I'm right? And if you're Boston, you don't want him. Yeah, I'll trade. He play I'm, defense, right? Yeah. I mean, like I'm not trading. I mean, right. wouldn't you? Why would I trade that? You know, I mean, the size. Yeah, I can't the, stand Trey Young. The, I, I would never. I would never. I mean, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe Atlanta traded traded with it, made a trade that cost them Luca to, to take. Like, I, anyway, oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's brutal. Ooh, um, just saying it out loud. Stinks. I know. It's, <laughs> come on. I mean, Trey. I, I was hoping the Bulls wouldn't pick him because I, he just he is what I thought he was going to be. He's just a, a undersized small guard who doesn't play defense and just jacks up shots at a ridiculous rate. He's talented, but he's not a winner yet. Uh, anyway, um, so if I'm Boston, I would consider doing that if I could flip the number three pick. Um, but I'm, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, I think I can do better than Ant and number three. I, I, I'm trying to find a veteran star, and I think I take Jalen Brown. I go, okay, we're gonna shop you around, see who wants you, and see what we can get for you. And we want ballers, like, and maybe maybe someone like Golden State steps in and says, we'll give you Wiggins and Looney or something like that. And then I think if you're Boston, I think you consider that. Yeah, I don't think that – I do not think that you're getting Brown for the three. And Ant. And Simons. Yeah. I don't even think you're getting it for three and Sharp. I just – I mean, you've got Brown. You know what he is. He's a 26-point 
game. He's an all NBA type player. Uh, he's definitely an all-star and, and yes, Sharp looked good. But like, I mean, there's no guarantee. Brown's a guarantee. Yeah. Um, so no, why would you do that? You, and once again, Tatum's window is now. You're not looking to develop a guy in three years. You get, if you get Sharp and the three, the number three for him, you got two guys that aren't ready to be alongside Tatum. Maybe in three years they're, maybe in three years you win the jackpot and you've got, you know, three amazing all stars, and, yay! But that's such a huge risk. Yeah. So no, I, I just think that we're thinking of everyone wants to think about this from a Portland standpoint uh, in Portland, and on the on the reverse side, it's like why would they be desperate to trade Brown? They were one game away from the. NBA finals with a coach that had never like had right. no business being a, the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And they got to game seven, like unless yeah, it's, it's so tumultuous yeah. and it doesn't see that way. It doesn't seem that way. Yeah. He didn't, and he didn't come out, but maybe, you know, things blow up. No. Yeah. But he didn't come out in the post game no. and, and talk about how, you know, he made it sound like I need to be better. I need to be better. I should have been better. I mean, he just didn't seem like a guy who was about to ask out. So I, I just kind of think the Jalen Brown thing is a pipe dream, but I will say this: If he asks out, and I'm the Blazers, and Ant and number three is not going to get it done, I'm considering, man. I'm like, I might go to Dame and be like, "Look, bro, we can get Jalen Brown for you, and you can go play with Tatum. You'll contend next 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 year. You are on a guaranteed contender. You and Tatum contend. We get Brown, a young star, to build around with the number three pick, Ant and Sharp. We're off and running." Go to Boston, win a win a title for be there, and then like three years come back. Let's <laughs> come back and finish your You'd career. Love to come back. I do. I Let just, me tell I would, you something. I would love for him to go somewhere else, win a title, then come back on a cheaper deal to a contender, and be that veteran presence guy. And then they win a nut, and then Portland wins a title with him. That would be freaking amazing. I'm pulling for that. Maybe That's the story. Huh. <laughs> If you win a title in Boston, I mean you're you're a god forever in, in a an amazing sports town. Like I mean, I, yeah, but it's but they're not going to but they're not going to resign him. They're not going to resign him in four years though. They're not going to resign him at thirty six. I'm just saying, like everything's gravy after that, and the Portland thing is still a big deal. You're the greatest player to ever play, and you know you're the all time leading scorer in Portland, uh, but you're a champion in Boston, and being a champion in Boston is you know is just being a champion anywhere is amazing, but being a Boston Celtic champion, it, it, it's there's something yeah. special to that as much as it makes me nauseous. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a thing. So he'll be good. He'll be good. His life would be – yeah, I don't think he yeah. turns that down either because I think he's on the fence. I think he's on the fence about whether or not he thinks the Blazers can do it and he doesn't want to be the bad guy per se and push his way out. But I think you offer that to him and if the Celtics would take that um, – but they shouldn't. You know, the Celtics should not make that deal. They shouldn't trade a twenty six well, okay, year old Jalen J- Brown. But, but, Jaylen, you know, like, but again, if Jalen wants out, and that's one of your options, yeah, I, guess. I think yeah, you consider but, it because not if it's you, only you get you get a closer, you get a closer, right? You get yeah, a legit yeah. shooter, you get an adult who's hungry for a title. Absolutely, like absolutely, that's gold. Those things are very rare around the NBA right now, I think. I think there's a lot of people who want to win, but I don't know if they really, really want it. Everyone wants to win, but do you want it, want it, or are you just willing to do it if it just happens to come about without very much work and you can still act like a fool? 
and spend and roll run around making it rain and stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, Damian Lillard is is as good as a star as you're going to get. The only reason why, and if he was three years younger, it's a no brainer. I'm just saying, like Jalen Brown's yeah. twenty, you know, he's seven years younger. So, but yeah, no, yeah, we agree. Fun to speculate, but my guess is, my guess is the Celtics start out next year with. <laughs> Yeah, Jalen Brown on their roster. I, I agree. I agree. So there's this report out here that just came out that the Nets are genuinely interested in Damian Lillard. I don't necessarily like things like this because I think every team in the league is genuinely interested in Damian Lillard. Like, right. Well, who wouldn't be? Yeah. Like, well, right. of course you're genuinely interested in Damian Lillard. Who who wouldn't? And the Blazers are genuinely interested in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Jokic, Embiid, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone's genuinely interested right. in every star player. Uh, but I, I just don't even see where a trade with the Nets even happens. And the Nets fans are running around and talking about, oh, Cam Thomas, Ben Simmons, and three firsts. It's like, what? what, what why would – if I'm the Blazers, no. There's no way I can't do better than that. And there's no way Dame's going to the Nets if Bridges is coming to Portland. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So now he's playing with Claxton yeah. and Cam – they're not winning. The, the Portland team's better. So – Unless they're giving up bridges in that deal, or maybe maybe Claxton and something else and a bunch of picks, but then, then he's playing with bridges with no big. But maybe you send Nurk too. Uh, so I mean, I guess maybe there's something to talk about there. But I just don't see how anything materializes in terms of Dame going to the Nets. Yeah, the 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 weird story is that the two guys that are closest linked are the ones who want to play together. So like right. a trade doesn't work when you when you swap them. Like the whole the whole point is that Bridges and Dame are are, are you know are buds and want to play together. The, similar to the Grant thing. So um, yeah, I don't um, I don't see that as a I don't I don't see it as a um, and I don't think that's a place he wants to go. There's not the the point of him being he's not the last piece in that championship puzzle. No matter how you create it, in my mind, like I don't see the you know the Brooklyn Nets as uh, a Damian Lillard away from being a a title, you know, a title winner. Yeah, so, even, even if they uh, kept Claxton for some reason, back and is remarkable. Yeah, Dame Bridges and Claxton is not contending. Yeah, they're just not that. It's not. It's not happening. No, they're just not that good. Have, like you're not. Get well, else. you just told me on. Yeah. So no, I I mean no, and I don't think you don't trade Dame to a situation that he's not completely 100% on board with. Yeah. Dame has to pick a few spots where he would go and then you have to go from there. Okay. So we shot that down. Damien Lillard has been traded to the Nets. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So every once in a while I get these notices that the Blazers are going to conduct workouts for draft prospects. Last year I was pretty geeked up about them because the Blazers had a seventh pick and there was a lot of mystery. And so uh, Murray came, um, Dyson Daniels came, Shaden Sharp came. When they said he was 6'6", I frowned and said, no way, that guy's 6'6". This is BS. I want an inquiry done. He can't be more than 6'4". <laughs> he admitted himself he's 6'4 and a half. But it was pretty interesting because there was a lot of mystery about are they going to, who they who they might want and could they trade the pick. This year, there's not there's not any mystery about the fact they want to absolutely trade the pick. And then and if they keep the pick, there's no mystery as to who they're gonna take. It's a three-player draft, supposedly, and they're at number three. So they've been bringing in a lot of guys though for the 23rd pick, which 
it's going to be like a group of like 10 or 15 guys they could pick from. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit down and break down a bunch of tape of 10 or 15 guys and think who they want to take at 23 because I still think they might trade that pick as well. And then they brought up some second round guys. I'm talking about a crapshoot there. So I've been going and writing about them. It's pretty much the same thing with each one. I'm not going to do a deep dive into, you know, they probably brought in 20 guys, I think. But they did bring in two lottery picks, the Thompson Twins, Asur and uh, Amen, who've been playing in an Atlanta area pro, I use air quotes, pro league. They, for, they, they gave up their high school senior year and then the, the, the chance to play in college in order to play in the six-team pro league in Atlanta. Uh, where they, they're both thriving. These are definitely legitimate six foot seven combo guard type guys uh, who can do a lot of different things. But one, Amen is projected to go four, and Asura is maybe projected to go six. There's no way they're going to take one of them unless they were to trade back. Now, there is a, a floated rumor that the Blazers could trade number three to Orlando for Wendell Carter and six and 11, which. If they could flip six and or 11 into another veteran player like OG Ananobi or whatever, then you walk away with OG and Carter and then trade Ant for someone else. Now you're kind of building a pretty good team there. So I guess that's not impossible. Or you end up with that sixth pick and you keep it and you end up drafting one of these twins. Anyway, what I guess my question for you after all of this is you can tell I'm not very enthused by these things because I just don't think any of that's going to happen. But do you have any interest at all in, in the players in this draft beyond three? Like, is there, you're shaking your head. Like, in terms of the Blazers. No, like, they want to, I mean, at the, no. I mean, the whole point of this is, is do they get a deal? You know, are they trading the three? And the 23 is, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to win a, you know, a lottery type thing. You know, we know that players at that back end could end up being amazing. Uh, but the expectation of it, isn't going to be that high um, until you see it happen. Uh, but it's not like a top 10 pick is going to drop to 23. And you're like, oh, goodness, that changed everything, right? I mean, the 23rd, there's a better chance that the 23rd overall pick is not with the team in two years than he is starting on the team in two years. So um, all I care about is are we know who they're taking. If, if you keep the pick, you know they're getting whoever isn't picked second, and you know who's picked first. So, like, you know, are you? It sounds like Scoot Henderson, right? Like, it sounds right. like you're going to have another guard, which sounds awful, <laughs> uh, you know, for what this team wants. So, like, it makes it less. I almost feel like if you end up drafting that third pick, Dame's gone because you're going to pick his. You're picking his replacement, you know, in a way, and you already have his replacement in Simons. So I don't, I just don't, I don't see how if you're Damian Lillard and they end up drafting the third pick and they don't make a, a, a somehow another big, huge deal that doesn't include the three pick, which seems unlikely, you're now at a position where right now, if it plays out the way most people think, you're going to have three guys under six, four that are the, you know, that, that are, you know, you're. Damian, you have Damian Lillard, then you have his replacement that you already have, and then you have his replacement to the replacement that you already have. Like, right. so what? What am I doing here, right? So that's the fascinating part to me is when, uh, when you thought that um, it might be flipped and you'd get a small forward. Um, it still could be. I still think there's a chance. I still think there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance that for that. If, if I'm Charlotte, I'm taking the best player regardless of position. I suck. 
right? And if, if, it's, if I'm redundant at point guard, well, one, six, seven, he can guard twos. You know, he can play off the ball. He likes to score and shoot. He's a shooting point guard. It's not like he's, you know, early Magic Johnson. Those players don't exist, exist anymore. Maybe point guard in the league that's worth a damn averages 25 or more, it seems like, except for Chris Paul. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm taking the best guy. I'm not passing on Derrick Rose and taking Josh Jackson because I need a forward. Yep. That's what I'm saying. If I think that Scoot's the best player, I'm taking him and I'm worried about positions later because I need to accumulate as much talent as possible. And if Scoot ends up being amazing, maybe I trade LaMelo. Or maybe I trade Scoot down the line just like I keep going back to what the Kings did. What the Kings did was so smart. They took the best player available, Tyrese Halliburton. It didn't, wasn't never going to work between him and Fox, and then you traded one for Sabonis. You don't get Sabonis if you don't trade if you don't draft Halliburton. Um, so I, I'm, so then if that happens, then number three pick, Blazers, they got to get a small forward, which they haven't had a I – mean, who's the best small forward they've had since Batum? Grant. Grant. He's playing power forward, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, your best, your best small forward is, is your starting power forward. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so I still, think, I still think that's a possibility. But, again, Dame's going to roll his eyes and be like, what are we doing? Right? Yeah, Especially if you're not going to trade Sharp, like, not, which, is the, which is the stated goal is not to trade Sharp. So if you're not going to trade Sharp, then, well, you trade an Ant for OG, OG and you, got, and you got Miller in the draft, you're, you're not contending. So if I'm Dave, I'm like, yeah, that's not enough. I need you, know, you need more players than that who are old enough to buy alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I just think that – and don't play my position. Right, exactly. It's you not know, like, small guards. Like, I, mean, like, yeah. I mean, that to me, like if you if you draft a, a point guard, uh, you know, a 19-year-old point guard, um, I, I don't get it. You have a 33-year-old point guard, a 23-year-old league. You know, you basically have – a 33-year-old lead guard, a 23-year-old lead guard, and a 19-year-old lead guard. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's um, – and, and would and, definitely be gone, but And still. if you're not – but right, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, you've still, just yeah. done – you haven't you haven't gotten there, and if you draft them, that's what you have. Um, so I think that's a sign that they've made a decision. You know, they okay. made a decision that our best bet t- towards a championship is to trade Dame, take Scoot Henderson. Because if you know, if not, you do trade. Then you do trade back and do what you're saying. I mean, that's why I think you have to look at that. Is because you, yeah, if I could pick up a center and move back and graph six and eleven, maybe that will. And now I could trade Nurk with ease, right? And I can do other stuff. But I think if you walk away with Scoot Henderson on your roster and you're opening training camp that way, Dame's going to be like. Am I crazy? Like, am I the crazy one here? Like, how is this good? Like, is this – and did we not talk? Like, that would be everything they spoke about not doing with Damian Lillard. I don't want young people. I don't – we don't think two guards – we traded CJ because we didn't think two guard, small guards could win, you know, could win. Um, so, yeah, to me that's a, that's a, a really um, – that's an aggressive move in the direction of – Looking at Damian Lillard. Yeah, it's moving on. Agreed. All right, so you had an interesting question you raised before the show. What do you got? Well, I I just think we always talk about whether or not we should, you know, the Blazers should trade Sharp or should trade Simons. And my my thought is if you're you're Sharp or Simons, at this point, do you want to get traded? (laughs) Like, are you like, no, no, no? Um and my thought is, if you're sharp, I would be cool if I'm. And I don't. He's so young and so new to the league. He might not be thinking that way. He just got drafted. He's 19 years old. He's 
you know, does he have a big picture thoughts about the league and where it's moving? But if I'm his agent and I'm his people, I'm like, hold on a minute. My guy's 19. He's got three years to four years until he's, you know, right there in his prime, we hope. I'm okay. I don't know who's going to own this team in three years. I mean, what are your what? Give me a percentage on that it's still in this weird kind of sort of owned by, you know, Jody Allen in three years. 20%? No, I think she's holding on to it for a long time. I, I think I think the last assets as long as she sell, can. The last assets they're going to sell are probably going to be the Seahawks and the Blazers because they keep appreciating. So, so you, you think ten, sell, you think it's another 10 I, I years easily, easily. of this this oh. easily. Well, then I'm definitely out. Then I'm out. <laughs> Why? Get me I think, jo- think Jody's committed to Because winning. it's just it's just uh I just I, I this this weirdness about it and not having an owner that ever talks at all that never moves forward and hasn't signed a free agent that hasn't I, I do wait, not wait, like wait, this wait 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 wait, wait what what, what what hasn't signed a free agent what are you talking about no, I'm just the saying franchise they, hasn't signed one uh, everyone argues over the fr- so the franchise hasn't and now I don't think Jody Allen is involved enough. I just don't, it just doesn't feel like tight, like other owners that ownerships that, I mean, Steve Ballmer, like I do not, he, like that guy, I know Mark Cuban, I know uh, the new owners, you know, in Phoenix feels, you know, that way where you can, um, I just don't like an absentee owner. Like, okay, wait, wait, wait. She was at almost every game. She was at almost every game. She's there all the time. Okay. Where is she at with the, in the process? Uh, okay, but, but she you, doesn't talk but, ever. She doesn't give she, direction. What does she have to talk about? But what she, why should she give direction? She's not a basketball person. That's tell me you that you're not sell, Tell me that you're not going to sell. Tell me you're not going to sell the Blazers for the next. You know, tell me what Aaron Fentress just told me. She said. Tell she me just said the Blazers are not for sale. What? But I don't understand why if they sell it, they sell it. They're not going to sell it to a bum. They're going to sell it to someone who probably knows what they're doing. And well, I, I'm just, just saying, but that the weirdness of not, not understanding the direction of it. There's been a lot of turnover in the Blazers organization. There's no denying it. At every level of, of the organization, there's been turnover. Um, and since Paul Allen right. died, it's been, you have to, you've been there. It's been weird, man. Who's running the front office? Who's running broadcasting? Who's running um, the business side? Um, people have left. People have folded over on the communication side. It's not, it doesn't yeah. feel um, stable, super stable and wonderful. I'm right. So if I'm his people, I'm like, Hey, I'm cool. If we get traded somewhere else, I'm just saying like, I don't think it's like he's, he's bought into like, I don't think either of these guys is bought into wanting to stay. And the reason why I bring it up is because it's something that you've said all along, which is there's no guarantees when you go get guys or draft guys that they're going to want to stay in Portland and they're not going to pull you know, if they get as good as Kevin Durant, but I'm just using an example. Um, guys leave. Damon Lillard is a unique for so many reasons. Like Dame has been begging to stay in Portland and build around it. I don't know if you can assume that Sharp uh, wants that. And at this point, if you're Simons, wouldn't you be like, okay, already, man, all I've done is done what you've asked. I didn't play for a few years. I got better. I worked on my game. Dame got hurt. You gave me the car keys to the car for the first time. Yeah, we sucked, but I didn't. I did everything you asked. Now I came back. I tried to figure out how to play with Dame. 
my numbers were pretty darn good. If you still don't want me, get get rid of me already. I mean, don't you think there has to be some of that? And he's such a level-headed, you know, young man, and uh, he doesn't say anything like that. But at some point, aren't you like, I'm pretty darn good. And at this point in time, I don't know where I can go in this organization. Right. Okay, so... Do you not feel that way? No, I, I absolutely know what you're going through. My, going with all of this. My only thing is, I, I see a lot of people saying th- things about Allen and they won't spend this or they won't do that. It's like, I, I don't know where it comes from because I, you, no one can name a time where they said, no, we're not going to spend money for that all-star and become a contender. It's like, they've done things where they say, yeah, we're not going to pay Covington and Powell and be in the luxury tax when we know we're not going to win. So we're not going to light $15 million or whatever it was in tax money on fire to be mediocre. No, they're not going to go get Paul Millsap you know, two years ago, and again, pay the luxury tax. So I think that's a smart business, but I've never ever felt that like if they got Jalen Brown and got OG and all of a sudden, boom, they're in a tax and they're paying $75 million in luxury tax, but oh, they're going to contend that they would say, no, I just don't believe that they would do that or I've ever demonstrated they would that, that they would do that. Also, in the last year, they've gone out and they hired, well, they hired an assistant GM. Then they went and hired two. So now they have three assistant GMs They've upgraded their scouting department and they're starting a G League team. Like those, these are expenses that that they don't have to do. If Jody Allen was like, "This is just some little trinket I have down in Portland and don't really care about it," so I think they've invested money in trying to make the organization better, which I don't think you do if you just don't care. I believe until I see otherwise that if the the situation presents itself where they can contend for a title and go deep into the tax. I think they're going to be willing to do it because, again, you're talking about a state that's worth, what, $20 billion? And the Blazers have been making money, so there should be a lot of money in the luxury tax reserve bank kitty account. <laughs> I see you might have. So I kind there's of feel like exist. there's more stability there than meets the eye because they don't have to sell it. They have to sell off all the assets, but there's no timetable. And why would you sell the entities that are worth 2 and $4 billion when in 10 years they're going to be worth maybe 4 and $7 billion? You wait if you don't have to sell them. That's one. The other now, as for the players go, one of the arguments against the whole idea of just trade Damon, let's go with all these youth. We're going to be good in four years. One, you don't know if they're all going to work out. Scoot could come in and just be Tyreek Evans, right? We don't know. Two, you don't know if someone's going to get hurt. Look at look at uh, Philadelphia and the issues they had with um, Embiid waiting for him to come along, and of course, Fultz didn't work out. And now ben, ben Simmons was a mess. Nerlens Noel, they had a rookie of the year, Michael Carter Williams. He like there's so many things that can go wrong with quote unquote the process. But they did hit on Embiid, and they became good. But then you have the next question: is we don't know if any of these cats are going to want to resign in Portland. For all we know, Shaden Sharp has dreams of going to Chicago or LA or New York, which is sort of what mm-hmm. along the lines of what yep. you're talking about. Jody Allen or no Jody Allen. We don't know where his mind is. I think I don't think Ant falls into that category. I think Ant would be cool based on my conversations with him and his parents when I did a feature on him a couple of years ago, that he would be cool being the guy in Portland, being a star in Portland, growing in Portland. This is, you know, he's a quiet, reserved kind of guy anyway. But that said, if I'm Anthony Simons, I'm not a two guard. So if I come back to Portland to I'm play with Dane, that. I'm either starting at two guard, and then I gotta beat out Sharp, who's trying to be the starting two guard, and is bigger than me and more athletic than me and better fits that position. I'm a lead guard. So why do I want to back up Dame and fight for minutes at the two? I want to go run my own team. So either I want Dame to get traded so I can be the guy here or trade me somewhere where I can be the guy. Like that would be, that would be my mentality a hundred percent. Like I would, 
I'd already have, if I own property in Portland, I'd already have it on the market because I also would believe that Dame doesn't, <laughs> because Dame doesn't necessarily want me back because I don't fit. Not because he doesn't like me, not because I'm not his little right, brother, right. not because he didn't raise me, not because he doesn't love me, but he should probably want the best for me and know that it doesn't work for him and it doesn't work for me. So, and I mean, like in all seriousness, if I'm Anthony Simons, I feel like I played my final game in, in Portland already. And if I'm, unless Damien's gone. Mm. So I agree with you on, on the whole idea that those two could easily want to be traded or want out at some point down the road. I just don't know if it's necessary franchise stability, although you raise good points. And for all we know, their agents are like, man, I don't know about Portland, man. I don't know where things are happening. Yep. Like if they don't, if, if, if they trade, if they trade Dame and start over, you know, you're, you guys are the guys, but I guarantee you, Bill's going to get fired because you're not going to win and they're going to shift gears on coach. The coach is going to change. And then do we know that if two years from now that Cronin's going to still be there? Do we know, like who knows? Cause everything else, they're dude, they're making changes at every level. It's insane. The people that yes. I got to know when yes. I first started covering this team are gone at the different levels that I get yeah, to know people right. as a beat writer. And I just got an email from a new hire who wants to get together and have coffee who replaced someone who I just got to know pretty well last year. Like it's the turnover. is just crazy. It's just all over the place. So yeah, I, I see yes. what you're saying in that, in that regard, but I do think Jody will spin to win. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying they won't spend. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I don't know where it lies. And that's a whole different podcast when we bring in or cold into the fold and, and who's making the decisions and all that and, and how that works. So um, that's a, that's a, that's a summer podcast for sure to talk about ownership, but we agree on all those parts. There's no doubt that there's a lot of changes at the, at, you know, with the Trailblazers franchise from top to bottom. And there's, there's two young guys that they're not, there's reasons for them to, to want to move on. And one thing I'll, I'll say about not knowing, I, I think that uh, I was talking with, uh, with someone, they asked me about RJ Barrett. Mm-hmm. Like, well, is RJ, is he good? And I was like, yeah, he's good. He averaged 19-6. He averaged 20 another year. He's a starter. He plays 70-plus games. Yeah, he's good. He's like, yeah, but everyone kind of talks bad. I'm like, yeah, they talk bad because he was the third pick in a draft that, you know, was a two-person bat draft with, um, oh, wait a minute. Who was one-two in those drafts now that was so much, mm-hmm. you know, right? Zion and John. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. one of them can't stay on the court, and the other one can't stay on the court. Right. Not for different reasons. Like suddenly, RJ Barrett's pretty good, right? I'm just saying, like you just don't know in this league, right? Right. You're right. That's why I said two injuries, years, two years ago, attitude. You never know. Good and crazy, and crazy. Like and John crazy. Morant, like is he going to miss half the season? And I don't mean to say crazy. I don't want to mean you yeah. Know, we know what you uh, mean. And if he's if he's dealing, you know, with mental health issues, but I'm just saying, like it has nothing to do with his on the court stuff that he can't get on the court. And R.J. Barrett has shown to be a you know a great citizen, a great t- teammate. He has not been suspended, and he can't shoot threes so good. <laughs> you know, like so, but like I just say, the league changes so quickly. Portland has had such stability with Damian Lillard because he's been a given for a decade plus. It's just not. It's a weird thing. Everything has changed around Damian Lillard. Everything. One of the one of the twins. Thompson Twins, I read it in a quote from you, I think, was, was what it mean to have Damian Lillard there. And he said, well, big deal, because he's he's basically a member of the front office. 
And it was like, that's good and bad, right? Like that's good. And he's a player. Like it's not, yeah. that's not how it's supposed to be, yeah, but it's so think, true. And the league is it receives true, it that way. I think it's overrated. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like, that's the perception when a new player yeah, comes in the league and fans invent that perception. Fans want, and, but, but when Joe fans Cody, want the star Joe player talks, to have some kind of power yeah. and say because it sounds like, sexy and interesting. It's like last year when Dyson Daniels what? did the workout. Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, I hear you. Oh, I hear you. No, you're good. I hear you. You got me. Okay, three. Yeah, two, I got you. Three. You got me. Oh, yeah, three, two. I, I think that's overblown because fans and media sometimes want to paint out players to be, you know, they're a great player. Therefore they have some power. It's all about this flexing their power. I don't believe, I, I believe they listen to Dame and get Dame's input, but I don't think he's part of the front office. Like he's not going to tell Cronin, get this guy and trade that. Like Cronin has a job to do. Cronin, Cronin's more qualified to do this job than Damian Lillard is. Um, Agreed. But, but, but they feed into it. Joe Cronin feeds into it. But they he say, they, they say they talked, but they also said they talked to yeah, him. I just you know, I, I would talk like I would talk well, to my players because I would talk to my players more yeah. so to avoid making mistake than to avoid uh, or than to have them make some kind of genius assessment. Like, hey, Dame, we're really interested in this. What you think? Like, nah, dude, that guy's an idiot. Like, I I don't want anything to do with him. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Here's what I hear about him. Oh, okay, we didn't know that. Boom, like that kind of thing. I don't think they're like, Dame, we're not sure who we should get this guy, that guy. Who do you think? Like, I think that there's enough work and scouting going on that. You're not going to rely on a player for that. And famously, Michael Jordan was like the worst player GM ever. Like every every suggestion he ever made to Jerry Krause yeah. turned out horrible. If it, well, Krause didn't do them, and then they, had he done had he done them, they would have been just disastrous. So you don't want to have players just because they're good at the game all of a sudden trying to act like they're a GM. So I just think that's a little overblown. Well, and person. they haven't and, and and they haven't gotten there. And eventually, you know, some players you know, can get there, but yes, Michael Jordan did not get there. And even, well, <laughs> even last ever. Well, yeah, yeah, even when he was a GM, right? But like last year when they yeah, worked out saying. Dyson Daniels, they worked out Dyson Daniels and Dame was there. And then they showed Dame, Dame talking to Daniels and people were filming it and taking, and then all of a sudden some yeah. members who were there and then some who weren't there, just fan, you know, fan media were like, oh, I'm Dyson Daniels. He might. It's clear that Damien's taking a lead in this decision. And then talking to Dyson, Dyson Daniels. I think Dyson Daniels is clearly the pick. Look, Dame's talking. I was just rolling my eyes like, what the hell's wrong with you people? Like, Dame's going to be, Dame works out at the facility. I, well, Dame's going to be there for the workouts to watch the guys. He don't want any of them. He wants them to trade this damn pick. He don't want right, any of them, is. let alone right, is he going to go to Cronin and say, yeah. oh, you should draft this dude. Because I watched him in a work. Like, yeah. the whole thing was just corny. And of course, they took Shaden, not Dyson Daniels. But anyway, uh, so anyway, I just think that. And I, I like that. I like that everybody that uh, talks about the Blazers that you don't like sounds like a whiny eighth grader. Because <laughs> they do like whine when insane. you do the voice. I know when I do the voice. <laughs> oh my god! I, it's like oh, es- I, essentially, essentially, I no one's happy with any like the only trades the thing they could do this year. Like I said, you get Jalen Brown, Jokic. And then people cry. Yeah, we got a hole at the two, though. <laughs> we got a hole to two. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. Can Jokic play with a ball dominant point yeah. guard? You know, it would just be everything would be just. Yeah. There's no such thing as a perfect player. There's no such thing as a perfect team. If you can get a you bunch of talented guys together, they both play. 
There's been, there's been a hole at the three since Drexler retired. So like, and there's been a hole at the two since, since Roy fell apart because <laughs> CJ was on a true two. Anyway, um, okay. So uh, we digress and went down a so, rabbit hole on that one. But. Right. Bottom bottom line, uh, Jalen Brown's not going to come to the Blazers. Uh, bottom line, if the if the Blazers end up uh, drafting Scoot Henderson, that's a that's a a sign that Damian Lillard might not be a Blazer for long. If I think, Scoot's here, we, I think those are the two big com- – Right. If Scoot's here, Damian's gone. If Brown is here, it was for Dame. Right. But I'm not – I can't even concede that one's a real thing. So I won't do <laughs> I it. think it would be. Because they were one game away from the NBA Finals. Yeah, but only if, if but you keep Joker doesn't it. get fired. But a Brown demands a trade. But why would he blow it up? Why would we he? We don't know. Why he was, would he was he grumbling. He was grumbling for a while. Why do, why do players yeah, do we'll anything see, in we'll the see. NBA? You're right. The NBA. The NBA I is never thought Kevin the best soap opera on TV, Kev- bro. Yes, Kevin Durant's a son. I got nothing. I got nothing. Right? Like I couldn't. For, I couldn't have predicted last year at this time. Oh yeah, Kevin Durant's going to be on the Suns. Like no, I would not have said that. Well, right? Like, well, also you're saying so, you're saying that they right. just went. They went to the West Finals. Well, Durant went to the West Finals. Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. No, Durant. No, Durant with the. Thunder. Oh, oh, right, yeah, yeah. And was up three one on the Warriors, and then left to go to the Warriors. That, that's just like this. Is the, that's just the league. No, right. LeBron yeah. was in the finals. LeBron was in the East Finals and left Cleveland, and he was in the NBA Finals after already winning two titles and left. Uh, what you call it? Miami went to Cleveland, went back to the finals, won one, and then went to the finals again a couple more times and left Cleveland to go to LA to not make play. Like, guys just do things to do things in the NBA. So who knows? I, I think if Brown asks out, Damian's in play. All right. Anything else? I don't have a fact Fenders. No. Nah. Um, <clears throat> good. Got I think we're good. Are we good? We filled it up. All right. Yeah, I think we covered everything. Yeah, we did pretty we're well. Right at the, you know, right what we got it, <laughs> wanted to accomplish. And we and we didn't kill each other, which is always success. <laughs> so we have three weeks between now and the draft. I'm expecting that a few days before the draft. That's usually when you start hearing like the serious, like there's yep. talks about this things. and talks about that. I don't think they, I got to look this up. I'm bad with calendar stuff. But I don't think they can actually trade the pick until tr- until draft day. I'm not, is that, is that right? You're not in your head, correct? But they can obviously. Well, I think they have to draft the player, basically. Well, especially if they want to trade, like if they want to do something with the Bulls and be able to trade, uh, like if they gave the Bulls their twenty third pick, so they could free up next year's pick. Then you want to trade the player in this draft, I, and then I'm gonna, be able to trade. I'm going to speak for everybody right now. What? I'm going to speak for everybody. Do the do the homework, then we'll talk about it. Okay. Do the homework. Do no. your job. Do your job. <laughs> No, this is right. This is what I'm saying right now is accurate though. Because they, they gotta give the bulls a pick. Once they give the I'm bulls sure. a pick, then they work free it out up. right about then they free out, up being able to trade multiple talk picks. <laughs> Stop. All right. Thanks for listening. You said we were you said we got through without killing each other, and now you're killing me. All right. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the Blazer Focus Podcast. I'm Aaron Fentrich. He's Craig Vernback. Uh, please click the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate that. And we'll be back with more trade pontification <laughs> and the shooting down of nonsense floating around in the NBA atmosphere at a time to be determined. Thanks.